I got the word just in case, you know what I'm saying? You want to like flip to something. If you, uh, you know, just in case you want to flip to something. Because um, I have before. Whoa, wow. I just, I just, yeah. Okay, just, Jonah. Yeah, that's where I'm supposed to be reading, too. Because that's the guy that was not obedient to the Lord, mm. which I understand wow. his I disobedience. I would never condone disobedience, but I understand why he was disobedient. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so you understand why Jonah was break it down for us, brother. So Jonah, God asked him to go do something, and Jonah didn't want to do it because he already knew that God was going to do it, so he didn't feel the need to go, and he didn't really want the want God to do what he was already going to do. So he ran away. Okay, but but do you realize that Jonah was the only person that could do what God was calling him to do? Think about it. When God calls us to do things, normally, cool. You don't want to do it, Key? Rob, you available? Yeah, like, yeah, like, like, like. Sure, but because of Jonah's, uh, I would even say his his proximity to the people, his relationship with right. those people, yeah. he was the only person. God and and and, I, and that sounds crazy because it's like that was the only person God had. But like, but like, I, I think that the God's choice of Jonah was like, all right, normally I don't do this. But go ahead and let a whale swallow him up. Like, like, <laughs> like, like yeah, he did sure. everything to make sure everybody felt him because of his disobedience. Yeah, but I'm like the initial disobedience came from the fact that. He didn't want to see those people receive what God was already going to do with or without him. Like he believed that God was going to do it. Like for to put it in like real perspective, uh-huh. there there are some situations, maybe even just in my life, that I'm like, okay, God, you're calling me to forgive this person. I already know that you're going to forgive this person, or probably already have forgive this person. So why do I need to go? Oh. Or give this person grace per se when you have already given them grace, or I know you're going to give them grace. So why do I need to go do it? It's almost like your grace, your grace, you're gonna freely give them. Why do I need to give them grace? Why do exactly. I need to forgive them? Like you forgive them. Like, like you, you, you matter of fact, I'm just forgiving them for one thing. You probably got a ton of stuff you need to forgive them for if they'll ask for it. Yeah. I, I but see, okay. I don't think it's a okay. So you're right. I, I get what you're saying. God's going to do what He's going to do, but it's not about what God does when it comes to what you need to do for you. It's true. Like, which, like you're not forgiving them it. to okay. Which I say I understand it. I don't condone. It. I would like. I'm not saying that He should have made that decision. Of course, you'd be, always be obedient to God because He's calling and using you. But the people that He was called to go talk to, right? He, he doesn't have a great relationship with them anyway. He right, really like them. You know what I'm saying? Right, so like, right. Case in point, and God's calling me to be graceful to somebody that I don't really want to be graceful to. But I know that God, you're going to be graceful to them. In that moment, I'm like, well, why do you need me to do it if you're already going to be it? Because what kind of story would it be if it was just as simple as God giving grace to people who who he That's he, he yeah? I mean, like it it wouldn't be a story of 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 how God can use a person who would be least likely to want to do it, who yeah. probably done. So the story is, is, is in a whole, I think is just understanding that you, we may, Oh, okay. That just hit me. We may not feel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you love that. Ooh, 
Okay, when you're, you, we may not feel like we're either the right one or the qualified one, or more importantly, we feel underqualified because it's like, God, you can do it anyway. Yeah. Like, 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 I'm definitely not more qualified than you to do it. So, like, why use me? And, and, and more importantly, let's be real. Every last one of us at some point in our life have run from him in disobedience because the, 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 the request was too heavy. We felt like it was, it was like, bro, you think I am? Yeah. You, like, come on. Like, like, let's be real. Did you ever see yourself sitting here being in the position and the seat you're in? Because I know me and you have had talks and like, I, I, know, I, know, I know the direction you were headed as far as, because I, th- I yeah. thought you were, let's be real. Were you, a, were you not a great car salesman? I was getting there, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been a great salesman in general between right. my jobs. That's but, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, being a car salesman was gonna just take that. Just gonna take that bread level up <laughs> was what that really right was about. But that was the route that I was going to take for the next five, ten years of my life is what that was gonna look like. So, so when God called you to be a fisher, fisher of children, young, young men and women, mm-hmm. like, I mean, that's that's yeah. that's. That's not a, you. You haven't even been training. We know you have been training for that, whether you know it or not. But for that's sure. that for wasn't sure. on your. Was it on your radar? Was it always on your radar? And it, and it definitely was not, right? Because when I was working at the car dealership, I was set on on caring for my ministry of the relationship that I'm in. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, all right, what I got to do for that right now is I need a job. I'm working at the car dealership, and I get asked to come back as a lead intern for the church. And I'm like in turmoil that day. You would think, oh my goodness, another opportunity to do ministry. Just a few months ago, I was so excited to continue to do full time ministry. But I was in turmoil that day because I'm like, God, like I was fighting with you and begging you to let me do full time ministry. And it did not happen. And then I finally go do something else that I'm going to stick to and work hard at. And then now you're giving me this opportunity to come back. So I came back and then never, never did I think that I would be on staff doing what I've been prepared to do over the last three years. So it was through that obedience that I'm sitting in the seat today. Okay. So, so would you say that it's fair to, to say that God was like, I'm already working it out. You're just not waiting for me to work it out. Now I get it. In the meantime, you went to do, do what you needed to do. You still continue to work. For sure. But 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 what what created turmoil? Because it was like you he took so long, like like you so you so you let me go over here and start to build this and start to build these relationships. <laughs> yeah. And I told this person to call me back next Friday. Yeah. And you knew I was gonna be here next For Friday. Sure. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Keyshawn's no longer here. If you'd like to send your yeah. services over to John, John would be happy to help you sell you a car. Yeah. I mean it, it wasn't even really about money. It was like, how do you go from potentially making Upwards of seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. to three hundred fifty dollars yep. a week. Mentally, in my mind, I'm like, before when I did it and I left sole priorities, I was like, dude, I, I'm I'm jumping this internship. God, I trust you and everything like that. But in that moment, I'm like, Lord, you have come through for me on this job. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand, and I had to come to the decision in that three months in between of like, will I still do ministry if it's not at Elevation Church? I had to answer that question. Mm. 
And when I answer the question, say, God, I will do whatever you call me to do, even if it's not at Elevation Church, then I'm like, okay, I will follow your lead. And so I got the job and then I'm asked to come back and I'm like, what is this? I'm thinking I'm going to, I'm set to be here for maybe another three years. They were telling me maybe I might have another opportunity in one to two years. And then a few months later, he asked me to come back. And this is something that has never been done in church history. Our church's history, per se, is a, an intern being asked back to come as a lead intern. And so I think in a moment, I was very frustrated. Cause I'm like, God, I made the decision. And how are you expecting me to just throw this away? I've been here for a month. But then I was like, you know what? This opportunity isn't a normal opportunity. This isn't just, just something I could have thought about. Or just something I could have had a conversation with somebody about. Or maybe I could come back. This is beyond my own understanding. And the, that fact alone is what led me to come back and say yes. Mm. You're right. You're right. I, I, I totally get you on that. Because when it's passed, like, I, I can't calculate this logically. Makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, so yeah. we're off the logic side now. And now yeah. that I run it through logics, and logics is like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, all right, guy, you must be up to something. And yeah. and 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 I, I'm, I, how, who am I to pass up on an opportunity to be a part of a bigger story that you're calling me into instead of the story I can already foresee working where I'm working now and knowing what what it could look like. But it, and what is key for this entire for my story, at least for the last year, is that obedience. Mm. Because if I was not obedient and getting the or taking the job at the car dealership or even getting the job there in general, I wouldn't be sitting in the seat as a staff member. Because one of the things that uh, Pastor Paul told me, which is he's my supervisor, where he told me one of the reasons why he hired me is for something I did at the job. At the car that dealership. That is true. Yeah, I did hear that story. Yeah. yeah. So if I was never at the car dealership, I'm not saying that he wouldn't hire me. I don't I don't know what would it look like if I didn't work at the car dealership. But one of the reasons why he hired me is from one of the stories and the things that I did at the time when I was a. a yeah, you you built your resume up when you when you 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 went over there and it's almost like you built the you built a, a, a tape. You you built up a mock tape. You 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 went yeah. you you got you got a tape. You went busy and then you came back and you were just like, I'm just gonna slide this little demo tape to y'all, you know, just in case y'all wanna take a look at it, see right, what right. I've been doing for a little bit. And they were like, Oh, snap. Okay. And it's, and it's nothing that I didn't even tell him that story. Somebody else did. So you take one of those things of like it was outside of A, my job was outside of ministry. It was just something that I had did because I was devoted to my ministry and I was going to work as hard as I can. Right. And so this wasn't something that I took and I was like, all right, I'm going to be boastful about it. Oh, yeah. No, I made two, 200 something calls. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's Paul. Come here. Like, let me throw this in my resume. I ain't like. Right. No, no, no. It, it, it was just it was just what you did. It, it was, was what, what I did. It was it was. the. But you know what, though? OK, so. All right. Let's flip it over to the other side of like now where you're sitting it comes with its own like <laughs> like <laughs> like it comes with its own you know uh, what sure. what's yeah. happening right now <laughs> like yeah, new yeah, storm sure. new day new yeah. new okay all right i got to learn how to roll different yeah. and 
the difference though now is that guys like I've already prepared you. It's already in you. I was preparing you when you were going through the other situations where you were going when you were there. You, you, you. A lot of people didn't know it was in you when you were at the the dealership, but you knew that. All right, like I gotta, I gotta go. It's go time. So now it's like new season. This don't look nothing like before. This ain't sales, and God has called me into a story that. A lot of times we're like, I, I hope he, I hope I got what it takes. Like, I hope yeah. I got, I hope I don't let these people down. Like, I, you know, I, I mean, I could go back to selling cars, but like, I hope I don't let these people down because they see something in me. Do you wake up every day and see the same thing they see in you? Uh, sometimes not. I'm being real. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah, you no. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think That's for me specifically. I can't even real. speak for other people, but like it, it is tough seeing what other people see on on the from an outside perspective for sure. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times people can see the calling that God has in your life, can see the purpose, and can see who He created you to be before I could even see a glimpse of that. Right. And that's a lot of times. That's how that goes. But for me, I'm like, okay, I have to understand that God placed me in this seat. Let's cover that fact for one. And so the best way that I can honor his decision by putting me in this seat is by doing the best that I can, but also believing in the person that he's created me to be. And so that is a daily decision to see what others have seen in me, mm. to to believe in what others have called out in me. And so I'm like, yeah, no, I... I don't take this for granted for one. And I don't believe that I could have gotten here on my own or at least sustained this time on my own. Right. So I'm going to honor him in the best way by believing in the person he's created me to be and honoring where he's placed me at. Mm. That's real. I, you know, I, I, you may, this may resonate with you. It's funny how there was a time where I had to wake up every day and remind myself who I was really working for <laughs> because, because, you know? because if I kept it as simple as, well, well my boss is pastor Paul or my boss is John or my boss is the CEO or the whatever of this company, there's days where like, that's not that impressive to me, bro. I'm not even feeling it today. Yeah. I, you, <laughs> I'm not even feeling it. I get who you are and I get that you took a chance on me and I'm still not feeling it today. Yeah. And then I'm like, dang, I got to remind myself of who my boss is and who I'm really working for, who I am. I am, I am allowing to use me in the spaces he's put me and, and almost like a, I don't want to let you down because you put me here, you wrote the story and I don't want to go off script. Because the script I'm writing over here on the side is like, man, go in there and tell them how you really feel today. <laughs> like, go in there and tell them today yeah, yeah, ain't yeah. today. Don't mess with me, man. You know, I ain't feeling this. I, ain't, I almost didn't want to wake up. So don't say nothing to me today. But, like, <laughs> I can't imagine, like, telling my, my boss who was like, yeah, but I saw something in you. I, I had a plan for you. And... In my plan for you, I didn't give you the details of how that was going to look or where that was going to go. But in the details, it's going to work out for your good, even when it feels like this ain't it right now. Like, like I'm I'm 
yeah, I'm I'm showing up, but like I feel like the the rest of what I need, the tools that I'm I'm waiting, I'm waiting on God to provide the rest for me to say, okay, all right, man, it's got a little cooler. Okay, like boy, it was hot there for a second. For sure. And and that can always that can always be like, man, all right, God, what am I missing? What am I missing? What are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to show me? That's 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 tough sometimes. There's I mean, yeah, there's no there's no there's no beautiful way to make it seem <laughs> for people yeah. who are like, well, why would I want to do it? Because it's the best thing you would ever do, but that doesn't say it's not going to be tough and it's not going to challenge you and it's not going to grow you in a way to where you're like. All right, what worked in the last season ain't really working the same way in this season. I watched the last guy do this this way, and it seemed to work really well. Why is the same thing not working for me the same way? It's crazy how God will say, yeah, but I I, I didn't write your story the same way I wrote his story. Yeah. I mean, it's real. I, I, God, and this just came to me, and it probably makes no sense, but in, in God's um and God's baking tools, he doesn't have the same cookie cutter thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Right? And so you try to, you have one that's a circle and trying to put your story and my story in this same thing is just not going to work. Mm. Because this one was made for me and you got one that's made for you. And so God's, every story is different. And you think about that it's over 7.5. I don't know where we at right now. <laughs> it might be eight or nine billion. I don't know. But the amount of people that's in the world that have individual stories that are all different may seem similar, but they're all distinctively different. Yeah. Without, with just perfect, like that's just perfect. Yeah. There's no story that is the exact same story. And the only reason I know that I can say that for sure as a fact is because I know who my God is. Yeah. The person who can count every single hair on my head. Yeah. <laughs> like that alone is like, oh yeah, no. Yeah, that that well, well, I tell you what what always blows me. He knows every he knows every particle of sand on a beach. All right. That, I can't that, even... that the hair the hair was impressive. You could have I could have stopped there, but like like the it's fact the that you you know every star, you know how you've counted every star. And I I, I barely can after a while I lose interest in counting stars when I look up there, but you know like <laughs> yeah. it's it's wild. It's wild. It's really crazy. It is. It that that right there will have you just like processing all day long of like Yo, what are you? What are you up to? Like, what? Are, what are you up to? What are you doing with me right now? Yeah. Why don't you just let me in on it? Like, instead of like keeping the suspense going, like, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the suspense keeps building up. It's like, it's like, what are you? What are you doing with my life? How yeah. are you? How are you planning on using me? And and what will that look like? Because as I read through this Bible, you know, I see how you've used other people and. Don't get me wrong. You know, I don't mind being a martyr for you, Lord. But uh, uh, I I would I. I like where my head is. I I like. You know, I I like being alive to do what you called me to do. 
But at the same token, man, have you ever asked yourself that? Would you, would you, are you, are you willing to die for everything you believe? And like, okay, I just got too deep. Sorry. No, no, yeah. I, I, no I, <laughs> I got really deep. I was like, who? No, for sure. I, I, that's so heavy. You know, I, I think it's tough to have some of these conversations with, with certain people because they start thinking of you as like the person who always says like we're near end time. You know what I'm saying? Ah, like, yes. You know what I'm so it's, it's kind of time is coming. Uh, it's over. It's just coming. Which I'm like, yeah. I mean, we're we're getting closer and closer regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, and mm-hmm. we don't know the the day nor hour. So there's no sense in me trying to like. Well, I think that in 2026 when this had like yeah. Besides the point, but I do think about that a lot because I know that. Um, which I don't, it's so funny to me that American Christians are like, it's the probably the, one of the funniest things to me is American Christians because there are other places in the world where people who are believers are being persecuted, right? Mm-hmm. People are dying mm-hmm. for reading the Bible, something that we can go just pick up at Barnes and Noble. Right, right. right. We got sitting right in front of us. Right. There are people in China that this Bible said, they, they don't even got the New Testament. Or more importantly, the <laughs> they, they, you're right. They have the little small mini Bible and they've had to memorize that because they can't even carry that around. They so they have to literally hide the entire word. That 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 blew my mind when I heard that story one time of how a person memorized the entire Bible, the old, the, the uh, what is it? I think it was the Old Testament, mm-hmm. just because they couldn't carry it. They couldn't keep it. So they had to hide it in their heart. Talk about hiding the word in your heart. <sighs> I don't, and, and the fact that this that is sitting I, on the table and nobody, we're not fearful of anybody busting in this room taking this. I'm like, there's no way that we in America are going to continue. I'm, I'm not, I'm not. No, 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 no. Say it. Say it. Years. Say it. Say it. I'm not saying it's coming in 10. I'm not saying because this president is elected, we're going to start. I ain't saying none of that. All that I'm saying is there's no way that a mass group of people could believe that what's happening in other countries right now will never happen to us. And so now I'm come now I'm faced with the decision that if it does happen to us, right? Or when it does per se, and I'm faced with and somebody asked me, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Mm. Or we will kill you or we will kill your family or whatever mm. they want to do. What is my answer to that question, right? Mm. My question is going to be yes. Or and my answer to that question is going to be yes. No matter what you do to me, no matter what you do to my family. Now, there's some people I, I have a strong feeling that some people in the world are going to be like, well, I'm going to just say no. And I think that God understands my heart. I think God sees my heart. And like, I'm going to just say no right now because he wants me to still be alive. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not. That's just like saying, mm-hmm. like, Jesus told Peter, you're going to deny me three times. Oh, no, God, I, I ain't going no, to do that. It ain't me. That ain't me, God. That's somebody else. That might be Judas or something. And then what did Peter do? <laughs> he denied that man. But he didn't, But you know what, though? I would be willing to say that, 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 of course, he didn't know he would do that. But he also didn't know how he would react in a situation where it's like, all right, it's life or death right now, bro. Like, like you saw what we just did to him, how we captured him. Like what you would like, like, like and, and not to say he didn't know what his the results of it would be. But, sure. but even the thought of like being captured and put in prison right now weren't you with him you're one of the guys that was with him and it's like and and so we can always harp on the fact that yeah peter denied christ yeah. but i i think that if you haven't asked that hard question of what happens when 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 the situation draws down on you 
what would you do? Like, 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 I know how easy it is to hear people like judge different people in the Bible sure, about sure. different things. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. What, what would you have done though? Like, that's, how would you have handled yeah. that? Like, like, because everybody has a story. We talk about that. And sometimes we, 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 we judge people based on what we know about their story. We don't know the whole story, but like, we know, we know his story. We know what led up to that. Sure. We, we don't know what was going through his mind. We don't know exactly from his words, like, yeah. like, like what, what he was feeling. But but we know that regardless, he wasn't ready to say, yes, I followed this man. I walked with this man. I watched him do miracles. I watched him. I watched him do things that that just logically don't make sense. And. I'm ready for whatever consequence comes with that, whatever, however that may look. And I only, I only say it's a consequence. I would say whatever the, the repercussions are of making a decision to follow him and knowing that I'm safe here right now, I'm safe. Everything is good. But, but I know a pastor in Pakistan right now who's, who constantly keeps me updated on what's going on there and the way they have to hide and the way that, that they have to constantly move around and the way they, they still want to reach people and, and do what God's calling them to do is not as freely as, as just us sitting down behind this camera and saying, yeah, man, like, you know, give your life to Christ, man. Cause we're all, you know, we're, we're going to read the Bible and we're going to, yeah. we're going to celebrate Christ and we're going to celebrate what he's done in our lives and how he continues to, to, to bring us into new stories and to new chapters. And it's like, yeah, but like, like we, we feel, like you said, we, we, we feel comfortable knowing nobody's coming through that door, knowing nobody's going to, to try to take this broadcast off and, mm-hmm. and and come after us out here if they see us out here in these streets because of what we're doing. Um, so yeah, it's comfortable to say that. It's comfortable it to do that. And, I, I'm, and I'm not saying that it's, it's, cause for some people they'll look at Peter and say that, oh, how could he do that? And how could he say no and deny Christ? In that moment, and they're asking you that, and you know that, and especially back in those times, he knew that what was about to happen. Right. The man was about to be hung upon the cross and he's going to be crude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so to think through that of like, oh my goodness, like, <laughs> I don't want this to happen to me. Right. I Yeah, I can say all day, I'm willing to die for Christ. And I and for me personally, I genuinely believe that and I will. But when you're up to that moment, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get to, you know, I don't know if you're going to post this or not, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But like, you know what I'm saying? If I have a gun to my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody else's has the power to take my life mm-hmm. based on one question. I think at the end of it, the answer to that question, right? No matter how hard it is, because in that situation, it's super hard. Which life matters more? The life that I have on this earth or the life that I will have for eternity? For eternity. Yeah. That's, the, that's, that's, that's all that it boils down to. Yeah. I could care less about this life on here on earth as long as I know where my eternity is spent. Yeah. No, that's facts. God forbid I die today, but I'm just saying but, if I pass today. Okay. All right. So let me frame this then because that. I think that's the problem. I think a lot of people look at life to be that little red part of the rope. Yeah. Instead of the eternity. And then and, and I know that just kinda like like the red part of the rope. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I can't unsee that now. Like Yeah, it's like it's like your your eternity is 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 
it's like the the what is it, the symbol the the infinity symbol yeah infinity it's it you your 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 life will go on for eternity after this this is just a small vapor a small timeline that's that's going by that you can try to hold on to but at the end of the day like when this is when it's all said and done it's it's where you're going next and yeah. i'd rather go where i'm going next knowing that I made a decision to confess my love and my praise for a person who has continued to see me through here, has, has, has taken me away from things and broken me to get me to a point where I recognize what real love is, like unconditional love is, what, what, what purpose is, what plans are better than mine. And I thought I had great plans as a lot of us do. (laughs) But I recognized like, how could I, I almost want to say, how could I deny him? But like, I'm not going to sit here in front and act like in, in that moment. That's a tough moment, man. And, and, and what's even tougher, hear me out. Yeah. Take it. Take nah. it. Let's do it. Let's nah. Go. nah. Let's do it. Unless the Holy Spirit's telling you not to. Let's go. You know, okay. Oh, man. I think we all say that, cool, I'm I'm ready to go. But I can't help but recognize that when a devil would attack me in certain situations. And he realized I wasn't falling for those situations anymore. He started to attack the thing I love too. And that was my okay. family. Yeah. And I, man, like, like, he, he knows us already. He knows where we're weak. He knows what, what he can do to try to keep us from getting to where God is calling us to. And it's almost like people used to be like, don't talk about my mama. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but don't bring, don't bring my, my family, my wife and my kids into this. Don't, don't, don't attack them. Don't, don't make me have to watch you harm them in exchange for me denying Christ. That that's that's tough. That's what a it tough me one, of is, bro. Is, is is Job right mm. um, in the heavenly court, right? And they're and they're having this, you know, conversation. God and the enemy, and it's and it's the enemy believes that after whatever that he will do to Job, that he will turn against God, right? Right. So God says, "Hey, I believe in Job." I believe in my man so much so that you could do literally mm. whatever you want to do with him as long as you don't lay a finger on him. Right. The devil says, all right, cool. And kills his family, takes all his stuff. And so it wasn't even God's decision. It wasn't even God's decision to kill his family. Right. That was that was the enemy's decision. That was Satan's decision to kill his family. Right. He could have made his wife sick. He could have made his their sons, I don't know, catch something. Right, malaria, him. something. Yeah, yeah. And so at the end of it, and I'm not saying that Job's life was just 
passive, easy, like, oh, man, like, God, you're so good. My family's gone, though. But God, you're so good. Right. I'm sure he was probably... <laughs> if he had a bed, if he had a house or whatever it is, he probably like, God, what are you doing right now? And he probably hurt so much just as a human, because as humans, we have emotions. As humans, we have all these thoughts and feelings, and that's, all, and that's what we have. And so that's what we can understand. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there's a gap between our cap of understanding and where God is. Mm. And that's why yeah. faith lives in. But 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 okay. So even in that story, though, if you think about it, even if he didn't say how he felt, his neighbors, his friends came and said exactly how he was probably feeling, and gave him an answer to say, "Why don't you just curse God and die?" Yeah. Like it's crazy how sometimes we'll sit there. Maybe thoughts will be going through our mind, and maybe they're not on that 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 wavelength. But people will bring ideas to be like, I mean. That just happened to you. This is happening to you. You, 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 man, you could do. Listen to me. God would understand if you cursed him right now. After all that's going on, he would understand if you cursed him and just died. He would get it. Like, come on, dude. This is happening to nobody. And yeah, I, and you're right. That is very tough. But to show that this life is nothing compared to the life that we will have. Right. Because I think that the the reason why people don't allow themselves to think about, and I know we have some crazies out there that are just heaven crazy. I die today. God, take, take me right now. Like, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But you have to, and I come to this in a lot of different things, our human understanding only goes so far. Mm-hmm. The fact that we can't humanly understand or comprehend heaven or eternity. Let's talk about not even just heaven, eternity and what life looks like in eternity. That's like thinking of the galaxy, right? And you're trying to zoom out. And then at some point, your brain just crashes. That's the same thing when you talk, when you think about eternity. It's because our human mind cannot understand or comprehend the fullness of eternity, we're, going, we're more inclined to love our life here. Yeah, because we can we can see at least what's what's going to happen. What do we have planned for next week? We can I, see I'm, what I'm, we want to do with our life. Now, I'm not saying like, while say. we're here, steward your life well. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, God, I want to die today. Take me to heaven. Like, there's a reason why I'm still here. There are people out there that he has put something on the inside of me to reach those people, to bring people back to his kingdom. Mm-hmm. So there's honestly, there's no reason for me to die today and go to heaven because there's still people out there that need to be reached through the ministry that God has put on the inside of me to do. So I have that understanding to steward my life well here on earth and to do all I can for other people. Mm -hmm. But I will never choose this life over that if it came down to a decision. No, I feel you. I feel you. That's just breaking my mental understanding of of him, of life. And and that's okay. Yeah. Because we will never be able to fully understand God. And I have to live with that. No, look, I tell people all the time, <laughs> even if I thought like sometimes, okay, so let's not act like there are times where you're like, I think I see what you're doing. <laughs> and I told somebody one time, I was like, I think I see what he's doing. And it's almost like, because it never ends up that way. I feel like guys sitting up there like, stupid, even if you did get it, yeah. I would change it just <laughs> Just so you you just, would just just just, so. just to let you know you're not even close to right. Yeah. It's gonna be so far <laughs> left that you'll be like, yeah, yeah, 
You changed the answer, didn't you? You changed it. I felt so comfortable about that. I had to bet my house on it. But like, no, he, he, his his way is so unimaginable that it's like, God, like that was. And it's funny how sometimes we find, find ourselves saying that was good because it is so far off from where what we thought right. It's like. That was good. What else do I have to say? Uh, there, I think they're gonna do it next weekend, or the weekend, or something. Um, but Pastor Holly, she preached the message, um, and pre-recorded it, mm-hmm. and so a lot of our staff got to had the opportunity to see that and stuff like that, um, live and in person while she was pre-recording it. Amazing message. I ain't gonna spoil it or nothing like that. I ain't right. gonna say the title of it. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, understanding that the mystery of God that we will be able to have all that he has revealed to us, but there are just some things that are just a mystery and we have to live with that. Is it, is it fair that if God revealed everything to us that we want, that there would, that faith wouldn't exist? No point. If God told me everything, all his plans, all my journey, literally everything that I could do, all, all that stuff, then there'd be no point. Because then I look at that life in my current space, right? If if I today, if God revealed to me what my rest of my life looked like, then I have the opportunity to pick and choose what I like and what I don't like. That you I get can the, look at you, that life and I can you, say, you get the flinch mm-hmm. when you know that things about to happen or that car wreck that you saw was gonna. Oh, yeah. here we go. I gotta go do this, but I mean, I know it's gonna happen on the other side. Uh, like, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like, I don't want. Uh, you said I'm gonna be with this person. But that girl I seen the other, I don't know if I. God, God come God. on, can we check this out and do this again? You saying that I'm gonna like, be struggling with bills? For I know what she's years? like, right? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? Let me go get, <clears throat> let me take this job now. Right. Let now, me take let me take the job to pay more now, so I ain't gotta be here now. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. I'm like, if God laid it all out for us, just the fact, the sheer vulnerability that that would come with for him. We would completely dishonor, disrespect, disrupt all that God has for our lives. Hey, look, I wish based we, on what we want. I wish we could cut back to that clip I had of you when you came here last time, and you were like, "Man, look, if God let me know, you know, I might, I might try to shake and juke certain things if I oh. could only know. Like, I might try to hey, like adjust, it, yeah. put it together, <laughs> right? Because right, like, right, that's what we would do. Yeah, we would look at that, and I'd say, you know what, I like this. Okay, I don't like that. So how can I? begin to shift my life because understanding that this right here, what I don't know, right. My life, what I don't know, this is really not for me. At least not the way it looks right now. Like we look at things and we say, this person's really not for me. I mean, look at them and guys like, I mean, look at you. I mean, like yeah. you, you at one time, like, <laughs> like let's let's stop acting like you just perfect over here. Like, oh, like sure, it's yeah, funny yeah. how I plucked you out of a lot of craziness yeah. or what you can't do. You don't think I can do the same thing for her or him? Like, 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 hold yeah. up now. Like you, you, you must have forgot your timeline of how I found you, where you were at when you screamed out. That's true. And so, 
Cause uh, yeah, I, I've yeah. been there. That that was personal. Yeah. <laughs> it was personal. Been, but I mean, even in the example I said, like if I were to see God laid it out for me, and I were to see that there was like five years of financial struggle, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I don't I don't like that. Why would I want to go through that? Mm-hmm. Let me change that, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that that's in my life, and I'm gonna go through that. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a testament to somebody else. Yeah, what God through does through that five years of financial struggle. Mm. But off the base right here, I'm looking at it from my human understanding and thinking, you know what? Why would I want to struggle? Mm-hmm. So let me take that out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put something else in Place where I'm living right. good. Right, right. right. I'm not saying that we should live a life of struggle so that we can always have a testimony. I'm not saying that. But there are things in our life that we will go through, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. that are going to be a testament to other th- to other things, right? Right. So understand, even taken to a point of like, I, I've always had people ask, God, why did you take them away from me? Like when, when a family member passes away or something like that. Mm. God, why did you do this to me? And their immediate answer is that, God, you did this. I'm going to curse you. I'm going to do this. That's up to God's decision of whether or not this person, their time here on earth is that, I don't know, there's, that's a mystery to me. Right. Even for right. somebody that's like 20 years old or right. like somebody that's a young kid and they pass right. away. I'm like, God, that's a mystery to me because I don't understand it. Right. But what do we do from that point? Right. 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 Yeah. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, or more do importantly, how do we how do we continue to navigate not only the life that we already had, but now we have to lap, navigate it with the grief of this person trying to still understand why, like, yeah. like what, like, like why, like imagine God saying, "Hey, look, I got an assignment for you." Yeah, but God, see, I'm still stuck on trying to figure out why that would have happened. Like, what was the reason for that? I'm stuck in this space right now trying to understand how I can move forward and where you're calling me because I can't get out of this. This has got me puzzled. This has got me like, I, I'm, I'm, I want you. It's almost like I I want you to answer some questions, God. (laughs) If I could have a panel with God himself. Oh man. I wouldn't even take God. I'll take some other people. I'll take I'll take a Moses. I'll take a Noah. I'll mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll take some other people <laughs> who have been up. with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. I'd ask. I have all the questions I could. Of course, anybody would, but I'm like, it's those mystery questions. The great thing is, you get you do got that panel. It's just they won't promise answers. They, they won't. They, made you- <laughs> they won't. That's the thing. I can, They got the so, panel has been here all my life. Right. So I can you- ask whatever question I want. They just. Do not have to answer me at so, all. So we we silent treatment. This is this is something else. The silent treatment is unreal. It it but then you but then you 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 speak up some from time to time. You lead me, you guide me, but then you just kinda like say, Yeah, go to the east side of Charlotte. And that's it. Okay. You you are a man of many words, God. Thank you so much for hey, leading me and sure. allowing me to just get to the east side of Charlotte and sit there and wait on you and and wait and on you. Honestly, all that you need. As as much as you think that is that it's not, that's all that you need. And that reminds me, I won't go on a tangent, but you say that he's, there's silent times. It's like the silent treatment. Silence is an answer. He's right. He's right. No, he's so, oh, you man, ask God, I know you you're praying to God and you're asking God for something. You're asking God, should I do this or should I do that? Or God, where, where, whatever it is. And there's silence, right? And mm-hmm. you've done all that you can in terms of like you're you're seeking him or whatever it is. Silence is an answer. It is. There, and matter of fact, it's not the answer you want. 
it's the sitting in that silence that reveals what you're looking for. And I, man, yeah, that's, that's a hard one to explain. Like there are going to be people that if they hear this, they're going to be like, yeah, yes, sounds good. But have you ever sat in silence? And it's like, yeah, it's one of the hardest things that people can do. And the reason is because we live in a world with noise. Mm. And I've heard I've heard pre- preachers pa- uh, uh, like uh, preach about this and stuff like that. But we do. We live in a world with noise. We're always it's everything around us is just there, noise. There's literally answers at our fingertip. I mean, we could we could we used to just have the internet. Now we have AI that we can literally all we, this we, stuff. Yeah, yeah. If we only could just sit, and I'm not saying this is the only thing you could do or the only thing you should do, but if we could only just sit in a place of silence and solitude, sitting in the presence of God. Oh, how just so much can be changed in our lives. We can get so much revelation from the Lord. We can see so many of the things that he wants to reveal to us. If we could just be silent. Mm. We might sit in silence for 30 seconds and then we got all the thoughts coming through mm-hmm. and we got this mm-hmm. and we got that. And it's just, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying you got to sit in silence and solitude for like a three day retreat or nothing like that for 72 hours. I ain't saying none of that. All that I'm saying is, is that we live in a world of noise. What would... I'm I'm sure some of the prayers that people have prayed, some of the miracles people have been waiting for are sitting within the silence that they have yet stepped into. To be able to say, Lord, I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm going to take this time. I'm going to be silent. Hmm. And that's just not speaking silent. That's in your mind. You are silent and you are in solitude. To be in the presence of the Lord, like you said, though. The, the the way the world has 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 put it is that they've made it normal for there always to be noise and even mm-hmm. if even if there is silence you can always turn up a radio you can always turn on something to to drown out it's crazy even saying this to drown out mm-hmm. the silence like 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 we we have there there is we all have something even if you, if you're a guy out there with a Walkman still with where you pop, pop your CD in there, you know, we, we have had things to drown out the silence forever. Yeah. yeah. And to drown out the stillness. And you know what else is still? Mm, the voice of God. The Holy Spirit is a small, still voice that we will not hear if we've got all this noise in our ear. And I don't want to get too Pentecostal, if you will, and say that the white noise you're listening to at night is dry. I ain't getting all all that. All that I'm saying is, what would what would it do for your life if you turned down the noise and you stepped into the space of silence and allowed the Holy Spirit to speak to you, allow God to speak to you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, cut you I, off, no, 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 no. I, well, you know, I, I, I've been known to say that like, yeah, but be prepared for what he will say to you. Be prepared for where he may take you. It, it's that's, that's even crazier right there. Because when you start turning up the silence in your life, when I, when I got to a point where I realized how I needed to start turning off all the noise, not just the noise that of, of my phone, of music, but just even turn off the noise in my head, all the thoughts and everything and started quiet and everything is, is, is crazy when you start to like listen and then follow his voice, even when it sounds as crazy as it does sometimes, because there was a time when I thought, I thought I was going crazy. My wife would tell you, she thought I was, I, I was, 
I was I was running from one place to another. I was like, yo, did you hear that? Okay. And then I'm then I'm really making it weird. I'm like, what did he tell you? Mm. And I know she's like, Are you all right? Mm. Okay. All right. I know I sound crazy right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna just stop. Yeah. And and it was it was when I began to turn the silence up instead of turning everything else up. And it just it it started blowing my mind. And and now it's it what's what's normal to me is to be sitting here talking and all of a sudden be like, oh, that's good. Um, so look, how about this? like 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 now that's normal <laughs> yeah. to me. But like to some yeah. people, they're like, wait a minute, what you just what you just do? What was that? Yeah, what, you, what was that? What did you just do? You look to the sky for yeah. a second. You are right? yeah. Like what was that? What do you mean? You just got a fresh revelation? What do you mean? Yeah. You just got a you got a message? Like like what is that? How do I get this message? What? Yeah. And and and. I'd have probably been right there with him thinking this dude is crazy at one time. But now it's kind of like, yo, that's that's wild that you could be sitting here talking about something and all of a sudden guy be like, oh, oh, wait a minute. But look, wait, put input this input, this. Yeah. which is why, you know, when uh, 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 I give a shout out to uh, when when um when Pastor Travis Green, I don't remember when he said this or whether it was at our church or where, but he was like, God opens doors for himself to be present. He he doesn't just open, he doesn't open doors like like God opened his door for me. No, he opened the door for you to be present with him mm-hmm. in that space. Change that that yeah. that one line just changed my entire life. Like it changed how I looked at everything. So these open doors that 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 position that that whatever wasn't for me. Okay, so then let me re let me change the way I look at all of this. If this is all for you to use me in spaces, then I need to stop looking at what these positions and where where he's taking me, how it's going to benefit me. But more importantly, how I can reach others in that space. I need to reframe how I'm looking at everything like, yeah. all right, God, so what are we doing here? Like, how are we doing this? Instead of like, God, do you know how much they about to pay me to be right here? Like, man, I'm about to go buy some stuff. Yeah. And it's like, all right, God, like, what? what so what are we doing here now? Why you got me here? Like, why do you have these people here? What am I supposed to do with this? How is this supposed to look? Like, you brought me here, and I know that you're going to provide. You're going to provide. I, I, even when I step into these these conversations, like God, I know you're going to provide. I know you're going to be with me in these moments. I know you're going to give me a fresh revelation. Yeah, I might come with some notes. I might come with some with some stuff that I want to talking points. But if you're sure. like, hey, look, yeah, so we're gonna go this way now. Well, we're going to go this way now. All right. Yeah. So well, yeah, we, we, you're like, so yeah, that's yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you joining me today, man. This episode started, you know, after about an hour. Let's, let's talk. Normally this doesn't get recorded. Yeah. Like this, this normally, like normally I, I, people just see like from the time I'm like, all right, so let's, you know, okay, cool, cool, cool. But that was, yeah, that was solid though. If I was biblically incorrect in any kind of way, call me out. But you know, uh, <laughs> well, you know what? You, you know, know, I gotta what? say that now. <laughs> that, that was his disclaimer, right? That was, that was your Sometimes disclaimer. you know, and I, and that's the thing with me. Like I, I am when it comes to like reading the word and stuff like that. I am wanting to really know the Bible in such a way. Yes, I have it a part of my heart. Like that's that's the goal for sure. I have it in my heart, but I want to understand it in such a way that when I'm in conversations, I can just just off the off the helm, just talk about it.
Right, right. You know right. I mean? Talking about the story of Jonah, if I'm being completely honest and vulnerable, I don't know off the top of my head the people that God called him to go uh, talk to. Right. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? But stuff like that, it's the details. And I'm like in a conversation with somebody that might not be a believer or somebody that is a, a believer, but like for them to just know, hear me and speak about the Bible right. in that way, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to get to that point. And the people, the person that <laughs> uh, inspires me the most, the two people is Pastor uh, LB, Larry Bryan, and also Pastor Will Wilson. Okay. After Perfect. hearing him speak, and just and just he knows the Bible. Off the helm, he could just do it. But you know, God is showing me why it's important to know the Bible, like not just know Him. Because I, yeah. I, I, for a moment there, I was just like, man, I'm look, I'm all about this relationship with God. Like as long <laughs> as I'm, I got this relationship with God, I don't necessarily need to read the book. I mean, I'm sure it's great. But like, sure. but like, there was there was a moment one time where I had a guest come over one night, and before we even came up here, we were just talking about something. And that day, I had got locked into Acts, Acts of the Apostles. And I'm reading it at work and I'm like, yo, I started reading about Stephen, a guy I had never, ever read about. I had never known. And that was I was like, wow. So he was literally the first martyr. And he was stoned crying out to God to forgive them. And this is after this is after Jesus left. And. I remember thinking, wow, that's crazy. And so that story just alone got me like stuck on Acts. Like I'm just reading out all of Acts. Yeah. And a guy came over and he was like, he was, he was talking about something. He's like, yeah, it's just like Stephen. And I'm like, Stephen who? Like Stephen Ferdinand? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, so no, Stephen? like like Stephen in the Bible. I'm like, so? nah, bro. 13th like, disciple. That's no, what <laughs> And, and, and what was so crazy was that God showed me in that moment. He was like, you see what reading the Bible gives you the opportunity to do to have deeper conversation with others when they bring up people that you would have never even known who that was. Yeah. You literally read that that day and that conversation happened that day, that night. It's like, yo, stop playing. Like, man, I, I looked at him. I was like, stop playing. Are you for real right now? Yeah, man. So that's why I've learned that it is so important to really get in here and, and not look at it because this sometimes can look like a lot like, oh, my goodness. I mean, like, there's, there's a lot of word here, man. I mean, like, uh, yeah, OK, OK. Well, look, look, I didn't say you read it all in one moment. I didn't say read it like a novel. I said, take it by chapter. Take take it. Take it by page. Take it by. Look, if yeah. you want to take a scripture a day, man, like, I mean, like you, 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 you set your own time frame. But there there are stories in here. There are moments in here where God will begin to speak to you through other people's stories. These stories will resonate with, with they they definitely resonate with me. It's crazy. Yeah. I was like, yo, so wait, so that dude was doing the same thing I've been doing a long time ago. Like, yeah, he had a computer, but like he was still lustful or he was still like this. Like, whoa, okay, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah. That's really deep right there. I mean, if there's anybody that's like, is, I'm not even gonna say scared, but like if even if you are scared or if there's anybody that's kind of like, I don't know where to start. I just I don't I don't know if I want to read the Bible. I do want to, but it's hard to start. It's hard to read. I heard it was very boring. I read a couple pages in Genesis and I was like, yo, what is this? Like I feel like you should start with the Gospels. Mm, so a lot good. of people want to start yeah. Genesis to Revelation. It's like oh, okay, cool. Like that's great to do that. Read 
read the Bible front to back, great. But start with the Gospels, right? Learning about the life of Jesus and the four accounts from Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. After that, I don't have a go-to, like, you should do this or that. But just, like, some of the letters that have been written by the early oh, church, like yeah. Paul and, and, and yep, just yep. even Acts, like, what came after right. Jesus died. So, like, right. read the read the Gospels, and then I say read Acts. And then you can get into like the letters written to the early churches. And then also going back to Genesis and just seeing the creation of man and going through the Israelites and their journey through Exodus and Numbers, Leviticus, all the way through Judges, right. all that stuff. You know what I mean? Then you can get down to like Habakkuk or something like that. You know what I mean? Hold on, but you know why so, Genesis is, is, is so hard to start with Genesis? Because in the beginning, Genesis is like, yeah, I knew that. Oh, man, that's that's that's. Yeah, okay, so yep. it's a refresher for what a lot of people already know about God and the creation. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. then you hit the lineage stuff where yeah. you start to say all the names and it's like and and this person can and you're like and 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 I'm not gonna lie, reading lineage is like the best bedtime story to me ever. Like the fact that half the names I can't even pronounce and 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 the fact that it continues to go on. There's a part of it's almost it feels like there's a part of Genesis where it's like, ah, I'm going to distract you. I'm going to shake you up. Ah, ah, you won't come back again. And it's like, you thought you can get some that was Yeah, you, okay, cool. you thought you was going to get a, a good read. Yeah. And I just gave you straight lineage. And you like, yeah. what? Why, why? Why do I need to know all this? Who, yeah. Who's keeping up with all of this? But like. I, mean, I, I felt the same way in Exodus. I'm reading Exodus. I'm like, all right, Moses, great. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> we got the plays. And then you got the Israelites out. And then, all right, cool. They go through the sea. Right. I'm like, oh, okay, great. You see the cloud. And then you got all this stuff. And then it gets to like, all right, the tabernacle needs to be 147 right, centimeters Right, long. right, right, right. And, and, the, like, and the stones need to be perfectly put on. the. And, and it's like. You got to get the jewels. And then the jewels given to this person. And I'm like, it's like like 20 chapters <laughs> of this stuff. And I literally asked God. I said, God, can I skip this? And the Holy Spirit told me, he's like, no, you got to read through it. And I was like, okay, cool. It's fine. But I'm like, man, this is, talk about being boring. But there's something in that too. Are you calling me to like build a tabernacle, God? I mean, like, is there something that I need to know that I'm, yeah, yeah like, like how, like, I can see Keith showing up to, up, up to, up to church with like full wardrobe with stones perfectly placed yeah, and all. Yeah. I was like, man, look, bro, I, I got stuck in Exodus. Like. Is that? But I even Is heard that? the other day, like somebody was like, just even the fact that they went through stuff like that, you can look at that and it can be born, but like you can really say, okay, the level of excellence that they took when it comes to mm. building God's. But more importantly, think about it the level of, of preciseness that God expected of them. Like he didn't, like he wasn't just like, yeah, make it long, make it big, make it big enough to like, like hold me. Like, you know, I mean, like he was exact. Yeah. He was, he had exact measurements. Yeah, my size is probably about like a forty-five yeah. width by a seventy-eight length. Yeah, you know, I I maybe put on a little bit of weight, but I want to make sure I fit there, and I want to make sure you guys are like clothed properly. It was like, yeah. yo, like he was he was pretty precise in there. Like he was giving him exact measurements. It was it was deep. It was deep, yeah. Because but it, I mean, but that, but there's that's the place that they connected with God at yeah, the time. Yeah, right? yeah, because right, they, right. For them, it was different for them what it is. What right, it is, right, right. Because Jesus is in the middle now, so like Jesus did what He did, cool, broke the veil, like all that stuff. So now we can just connect with God straight on. Right. Back in that time, was, oh, they had to go to the tabernacle. They had to make this sacrifice and that sacrifice just to connect with God. And I'm like, man, I'm glad we're not living in those times. Hey, I'm look, like, I was about to say, look, hey, bro, like, like, could you imagine having? The <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I'm like, like that, golly. Is that a dog? Hey, bro. Uh, get that. Head, on, head on out there and get that dog real quick. We, we, we ain't had nothing nothing to sacrifice in a while. I'm like, I can go to God right now. There, I mean, I'm not sinless. You know what I'm saying? Like, I should do things. I, right. I'm not saying that in a bad way, but saying that I'm not perfect. And so now I can go to the Lord and, and say, Jesus already forgiven my sins, so I'm going to the Lord and confession and repentance. So like, Lord, I confess this. You already know that I did this, mm-hmm. but I want to confess to you out of respect and out of honor to you, and I repent for my sin, whatever I did. Mm. I don't have to go get a lamb. Mm, right, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the, the, the biblical thing is. Uh, one without blemish. I don't even know. Right, 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 right. I don't know. A spotless, blemishless the, lamb. Get a lamb yep. a spotless, blemish that means you don't is. even get to just grab the first one that walks up to no. you. You got to like gotta lead through there. You got to wait. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Don't run. Wait. He's running. He's running. Let me get I, that. I got. <laughs> and then you grab it and then you got to take it. That's the crazy the thing. You can't even shoot it. No. So it won't run. You got to catch him. Go catch it. And then bring it to the tabernacle or bring it wherever. And then you got to offer a burnt sacrifice and a blood sacrifice. You got to cut this out and you got to cut this da-da-da-da. I'm like, just to just to be forgiven of sins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I am grateful. I live my life in gratitude for what Jesus has done for the three years of his ministry, for his life, for what he did on the cross. For, there's so much more that I'm grateful for in the fact that he did that. One of the things happened to be the fact that the, that the veil was torn and I ain't got to do all that stuff to connect with God. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. No. Okay. In those times, people recognized when others were offering things up to God. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like a he's going to God in prayer for something he may have done. Sure. I may not know what it is. And this time and day... We're allowed to like go to God and privacy and secrecy to say, hey, look, I'm 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 going through this. I'm dealing with this. And never speak about it again and just kind of like For sure. imagine if we had to bring all of our sins literally to an, an actual altar. That'd be tough, man. Where <laughs> we had we had to place them on the altar where there are other people around. Yeah placing their items on the altar. And as much as we're ashamed of some of these things we're placing on the altar, we know that there are other people looking like over like, oh, sheesh, man, that's, that's tough. I mean, yeah, I'm dealing with this, but that's, yeah. whew, man, that's that's like adding to the shame that we yes, already feel. For sure, Because sure. I, I'd 100% be that one old uncle, grandpa sitting on the porch on some, well, look at him. He got he got one of that blemish. You know he. Oh man, he his, did something egregious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did something egregious. I'll be on the porch on some with my cane on some. Yeah, that one without blemish. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he must he, he must uh, he must have had a, a mistress or something. Yeah, yeah. It was a serious affair. How how what, we, yeah, hey, yeah, you know? I'm about to pull him to the cuss. side later. He ain't cuss, mm. no. He, and he committed adultery. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Adultery. That's how he said. He committed adultery. So I'm like, now I'm like, yeah. I just don't, I'm so glad for that. And it's not to be secretive of like holding my sins to myself and between me and God. It's just like, yo, I don't, I don't really trust other people like that mm. because they'll put your sins on blast mm. and they already do that without even knowing if you do that or not. But okay. But, but, but think about it. I mean, like earlier you even said like, like the perfection of people, I, I, 
okay, so if we know everybody's not perfect, regardless how they 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 showcase themselves. For sure. If if you're not, if you're if you've never talked about if all I see is perfection from you, at least that's how it looks. Right. And I don't think that you have any blemishes or you've you've not messed up, then yeah, like that creates that space of I don't trust you. As a matter of fact, yeah. I watched this this meme one time where this person was like I don't trust people that don't curse. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I, you know what? Even further than that, it's not that I don't trust people who don't curse. I don't trust people who will die on the hill that they have never cursed in their life. Because I'm like, if you, I, I get it. You don't curse. I'm fine. Like, and I, 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 I don't for the most part. There's sometimes that I do whatever it is, but I'm like. If you're telling me in my face, and I'm specifically talking to believers, yeah, right, right, right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Group of people. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good, good call out. Good call out. Cursing? (laughs) I don't even say s in the Bible. I don't even say that. (laughs) When I read the Bible, I skip over that word because I'm not supposed to. Right. Like that about it, then I'm like, oh yeah, no, you. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Get away from me. Right. Right. I'm not saying that you got to be out here saying all different kind of words, but I'm like, if you're just, it's the vulnerability piece because that's up to us, right? You may not know the sin that I do necessarily, or the mistakes that I've made in my life, or anything like that. But when it comes time to call a testament to it Mm. of what God has done through it. Or even in the Bible, I don't. And again, I want to be biblically correct because I don't know. I just don't know where it's at in the Bible mm-hmm. of confessing to one another, right? Confess to a brother or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's where that comes from because I'm not hiding something from you, right? Right. Where right. it's one conversation, I trust you. I'm like, okay, cool, right? And that's what I've been struggling with. Yep. To my pastor, to my father, right? Yep. I'm going to my pastor on some like, hey, listen, this is what I'm struggling with, right? I'm going to my brother. I'm like, hey, man, this is what I'm struggling with, but I'm just not telling the world that. Right, I'm right, not walking down the right. street with a blemished lamb right. with every other house on the neighborhood <laughs> to watch me walk down the street and do that. But I might walk to my boy's house and be like, "Yo, man, look, I got, I, I got this lamb. I gotta go to the church." Right. You know what I'm saying? But that, but that's because of not only relationship, but you recognize that this person I trust them to help carry this burden. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily need, I don't want to, nor do I desire to share this burden with everybody. But I know this person right here will mm. will will cover me, will protect me, yeah. will 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 sit with me in this this mess that yeah. I feel like I've made. Yeah, a lot of people are church hurt because people don't know how to carry burdens. I, <laughs> mm. no, I, <laughs> mm. I heard it best. And it's from Pastor LB. And he says that people don't leave organizations. They leave people And this whole church hurt talk. And I'm not attacking anybody and i'm looking at the camera if this is posted i'm not attacking anybody who feels like their church hurt but you didn't get hurt by the church you got hurt by a person that's in the church right facts matter of fact matter of fact let's let's go as far as even saying you didn't get hurt by god you got hurt by a human that he put here that also is blemished, is also imperfect. And even though they come off very perfect in, in, in what they're saying to you and how they're trying to correct you based on their own understanding, it, understand that they're imperfect, too. So 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 don't contribute that to God, whether you decide to leave that church. It, it's it, it. I personally have recognized how I'll flee from everything that has to do with God because of one person because of a yeah. group of people and 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 
and you're right. And then we'll call it church hurt. And, and, and it's like, yeah, but, but you haven't been to another church since you left that church. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's people. And I don't want to, again, I don't want to cross over to the side of controversial talking, anything like that, but my heart, it really hurts for the people that are part of the LGBT community, and I'm not like in da, da da da. But you got those people out there that are like, if you don't repent, you're going to hell, and they're going to mm. these rallies and coming against these people. Facts. And the people are getting hurt by this, right? And that's their only um, connection to God. Facts. Right. And Facts. so they're hurt by the misrepresentation of God. And so the only person they know how to take it out on is like, oh, I just, I hate God. Because if this is what your servant looks like, I don't want it. Right. Because as, as, as much as they may not understand, they realize that we're supposed to be a reflection of God, even if we don't realize we're supposed to be a reflection of Absolutely. God. Absolutely. And, and that's the closest they may ever come to a church. That's the cro- closest they may ever come to a Christian. And so if their encounter is that, is, is, is despised, is being spit on, is being treated badly because of their choice, why do you think they turn around and they 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 respond the same way to Christians? Yeah, they're they're, they're literally yeah. they're literally turning around and offering the same hurt that they've received in the past back to others. And yeah. and and as I as I say a lot of times, it's like hurt people turn around and hurting others. It wasn't specifically the person that may have hurt them, but sure. you look like them. You sound like them. Yeah. You gonna get what they had coming to them. <laughs> yeah. And 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 it's you're right. It's it's wrong. I'll be the first to yeah, say it, it here. It's right. I don't I don't I don't care who may disagree, who may say, well, they're walking in sin. Yeah, but who 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 are we to be able to be the 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 one who who throws the stones at them? You know, preferably in a, in a way to where it's like you you didn't you didn't get to judge them. You don't you don't get to lay down the law for what you look at as something that you won't do or haven't done because it 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 doesn't align with your values. That's yeah. between them and God, and 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 I, and I say it all the time. That's that's you're just supposed to, to walk in love. You're supposed to show up yeah. with open arms and love. You're supposed to show up with with. With coffee and donuts, you're supposed to show up to 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 be there, regardless of whether you agree with their lifestyle. That's not for you to try to figure. That's yeah. not for you. To, that's not your. That's it's, not for you to try to work out. For sure, it, it's it's not for you to try to try to pull out of them or pray out of them or or or, or whatever <laughs> people are doing now. I mean, I've seen it all. Yeah, like like try, try to cast it out. Of people cast it out. Yeah, cast it out like it's a demon. I'm like, like ugh, man. I, it's, but it's because of people's um, function dysfunctional understanding of mm-hmm. grace and truth, mm-hmm. right? Because you you bring up the stones, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I best heard this from Josh Wood. He did a teaching for us interns. Um, a few a few months ago, really, um, but speaking on that, on the woman that was going to be stoned, right, for what she had did, right, she was in sin. These people were about to just throw stones or whatever it was, and Jesus was like, "Hey, he who without sin cast the first stone, right?" Ain't nobody. So they started to drop the stones. They go off, 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 off. Imagine the amount of self reflection in that moment. Like most people won't even recognize or or or, or say, "I'm I'm I'm perfect." Yeah. Literally, you got a, a a horde of people who literally one by one were like, "Yeah, that ain't me. That ain't me. I'm gonna have to drop this stone." Like, 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 yeah. like. Where in this day and age, 
there's some there would have been somebody still there just somebody like still, just bro. like with that rock in their hand like <laughs> a rock like, fluff from the back or something like really that. <laughs> like cut it out bro like yeah, like yeah, like yeah, and not yeah. to call you out but you are not good at being self aware of the sins that you may not want to deem sin because if you yeah. consider the sin then now you got to you got to do something about it so if i mm. look at it like it wasn't that bad. I yeah. mean, I felt I felt like God would have told me to do that. You you you're listening to the wrong voice. You, yeah. you the wrong voice is 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 making you believe that God is telling you to do this. Or I felt good about that, man. God's yeah. with me on this, and it's for like sure, for sure. Oh, I'm, I want to come back to that point. I'm gonna finish this, but there's something in what you said. Some of you said, but they didn't cast the stones. They walked away. Whatever it is, and then. After that, Jesus tells the woman, okay, go and sin no more, right? Right. So there's a balance, a rhythm between grace and truth because there's a lot of people on the side of, okay, and specifically talking about that community and like, how do you deal with that? There's people that are on both sides of the spectrum, Mm. right? You have people who are are way too much grace where they're like, Mm. come in, I I love you. Mm. I'm going to all the rallies with you Mm. and and come in like... I'm going to hug you and I'm going to support you in what you're doing. And I'm not going to talk about God at all. Like I got mm. you. Yeah, they, 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 well, see, okay. So wait they become an ally that has given up the compromised truth. Yes. Is what that is. Right. Yes. You've got too much grace where you compromise truth. Then you got people on the other side. Mm hmm. On the too much truth side, where they're like, "Well, you're going Facts. to hell for your sin, and you need to repent now. And if you're not out of your sin, and they're very forceful about it, mm-hmm. and they have no grace, right? But what we see with the woman who was going to be stoned is that Jesus showed her grace by asking that he, without sin, cast the first stone. Because okay, in that moment he protected her, right? Because he didn't tell her if he the first thing in it. I'm not saying there's an order to this, but he didn't say, "All right, lady, go send." Go sin and no more, whatever it is. But in that moment, he protected her. Mm. He gave her grace. Right. And then they all walked away. Da, 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 and then he gets to this moment where truth comes in of like, hey, go and sin no more. So it's 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 both and. Now, the hard part is and why a lot of people cannot get it. A lot of people are on, on the extremities of both sides mm. is because it's hard to live a consistent life. In the balance and rhythm of grace and truth. Because every situation mm. is not cookie cutter. Because in one situation where you where you exemplify grace and truth will not be the same way that you do it. Because you might need 70% grace and 30% truth. And I'm not trying to say that it's, it's levels to this. But I'm saying in a different situation, it just might be different. Right. Or might be used in a different way. Right. And you almost have to go off of, of of where the Holy Spirit is leading you a lot of times in every situation, because if you try to tackle them exactly the same, it the, like you said earlier, it you can't address every situation the exact same. That's that's the whole beauty of like saying, God, what do you what do you want me to do in this situation? Where are yeah. you leading me? How, how do you want me to address this? What like 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 because how I addressed the last situation, it may not have been great. Maybe I need to take a different approach. Maybe my harsh approach on the last person probably wasn't the greatest. What 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 are you leading me to do this time? How do you want me to move? I, the God I, that we serve is an intentional God. Mm. So calling upon Him in every situation to say, "Lord, how do you want me to go about loving this person in this way, but also revealing your truth to them?" 
it's going to be different in every single situation, mm. but it's because God is an intentional God. Because if you do it a cookie cutter every single situation, right, then you take away the intentionality that God wants to bring into that situation for that person. Right. Because you might not necessarily bring somebody to Christ within two minutes of a conversation, but the way that you have that conversation with them based on what you receive from the Holy Spirit can be that life-changing factor when they get to that point in their life and they change their life. But if it's all cookie cutter and you're doing the same thing, you're saying the same words, and it's just like... But you know how, I, you know, I just, I, just, I just thought about this. You know how it becomes very cookie cutter when you have more of a relationship with the Bible than you do with the creator? Did I, did, I, did, I just, did, did, I, did I answer a lot of things? Because think about yes. it. There is so much law in this to where you feel like it can spell out and answer every question you have. But Absolutely. when you just look here and say, well, back then they would have done this. In that time, they answered it this way. For sure. But when you don't go to God and say, how do you want me to lead this flock? How do you want me to 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 respond to this person? Yeah. Then you 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 are you are basically saying, and 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 I can see how I can get confusing because people are like, yeah, but that's God's speaking to me through the word. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of times people are just reading the word and not looking for God to speak to them through that word yeah. to understand how they should approach certain situations. For sure. And 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 I said this to a person one time where I was like, I don't ever want to become. more dependent on the Bible to where I say, I don't necessarily need to spend time with God outside of the Bible. Like I don't need to necessarily spend time in silence. I don't need to spend time seeking him. Everything I need is here. And I know that may be controversial to some people like, no, bro, you got this all wrong. But I recognize how my relationship with Christ was what I needed in the time that I I gave my life back to him. And as I grew to want to get to know him more in this word. But if somebody had just walked up to me in my time of need and just kind of like passed me a Bible and been like, you're good, man, you'll be straight. This has got everything you need. I wouldn't have experienced him in a way to where it made me say, wow, so you love me and forgive me for all of this crap that I've done. You give me grace and mercy through all of the things that I've, I've walked through and you continue to want to, to use me like as, as messed up as I am. For sure. Bro, I want to get to know more about you. Yeah. Like I, I, I need to know more about this God who loves me the way he does and pursued me the way he did even when I wasn't pursuing him. I mean, and the difference is, is that this book is alive. Mm, so when you facts. believe that this, the Bible is living, is a living word, that changes everything. Because this is just a book. Right. To most people, they just to look most, at it as, yes. It's just a book. A lot of people, I'll say. What's the difference between this and if I were to write Every single word down and just have a rule. Matter of fact, if, what's the difference between a Bible and a book of just rules? That the Bible is a living word. In the beginning mm. was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. This is this this book mm -hmm. 
is God breathed. Like this, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is living word. And mm-hmm. so it, back to your point of like, if we just lived solely on just reading the words and the Old Testament and the laws and this, that, and the other, and da, 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 then yeah, we're just going to be out here on some, I don't even know what the term is. I don't know if it's legal. Be a very great or just like, uh, theologian. You would <laughs> you know be I mean? a very, very intelligent theologian. You would, like, you would have a great knowledge historian of the word. You would, you, sure. would, you, would, you would know the laws. You would understand what God did in those times. But, but if I asked you like, hey, when was the last time you sat with God and like, like, like you understood what he was showing you through this word. For sure. You'd be like, well, I sit in the word. I mean, I, yeah. what do you mean? Sit with God. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm reading the book. Like, like I'm studying to show myself approved and, right. and that, that, that's great. But I, I feel like sometimes we may, we may leave out the living part. For sure. We, we just kind of like, we dwell on, on, on just the words on a page without even saying things like God, show me where you're taking me. Take uh, 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 speak to me through this through through my readings today. Allow me yeah. to understand what you're doing and where you're taking me and what you want me to do and what you want me to understand about you and what you want to reveal to me about yourself through your word today. Like like he'll yeah he'll definitely and do you know that. what that does is right if you take scripture in here right I am. Whatever it is, I'm not even specifically talk about the situation, but if you're talking about a, a particular sin or you're talking about whatever it is, right, and you just take the words out of the Bible and you're having a conversation with somebody and they might be struggling in this particular sin and you're saying, okay, but this this is what it says in the Bible, mm. right? And you just memorize that verse and that's what you're going to tell people, but it says this in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I do believe that this, this, that this book, that this living word is truth, mm-hmm. all of it. Front to back, cover to cover, it is truth. But what you won't find by just memorizing verses, there's nothing against memorized verses. I love me a memory verse. <laughs> but I'm saying what you won't find is that connection between what the Holy Spirit wants to reveal to you through this word. Because mm-hmm. there's some things in here that I'm like, yo, I don't understand this. I'm reading in Judges and I'm seeing that there's a situation um, and I don't know specifically where it's at, but there's somebody that's one of the, I think one of the kings is on the run and they come to this uh the city and this old man takes him in right mm-hmm. and you got some the people some some of these like uh rule breakers i think they say um that are in this city that are banging on this man's door like bring him out bring him out here we want i don't want yeah they they say something you can right. read something gotcha. they say something egregious if you will right with this with the particular king and the old man tells them you know you can't have him I'm basically I'm basically I'm gonna protect him. You could have my daughter. Oh no, you're talking about you're talking about the story the story of Sodom and Gomorrah when the angels went into nah, it's, it's, No, it's in Judges. Sheesh. It's, it's okay, like that right? always messes me up when it's, it's like you're describing. I'm like, I know no, what you're no, talking no, about. You're talking about what it they come to this man's door wanting, I think it was the king or one of the judges, I think, and they want this man to come out because they want to do some stuff to this man. And the old man says, no, you can't have him, but you can have my daughter or you can have, I think, his mistress or something like that or something he said. And this the Bible says that this woman was practically raped. She she died in the morning. And so I and when I'm and I always bring that up is because I this is in the Bible. And so I'm like, man. How could and this is in the Old Testament? There's a lot of stuff in the Old Testament. I'm like, man, this is this 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 hard. But I'm like, this entire book is truth. 
But if I just read it for that, and, and and you know what? Perfect that I said that because the Old Testament it is it is harsh, right? And living the life that we are living in now, it's like yo, that's that's kind of tough. But if I just read it for the words on the page, and I don't really take that living part into it, then I'm not going to receive what the Holy Spirit wants to receive through it. Facts, because there might be something in that story, or there might be something in it might not be in that story specifically. Or when you get into some of the stuff in the Old Testament, you're like, man, what? Right, but right. If you're focused on that. More than what the Holy Spirit is wanting to reveal to you, what God's wanting to reveal to you through his word, that's where you get tripped up. Right. And so translating to some of the scriptures, even in the New Testament, where it lays out some of the stuff of truth. And you're like, well, I'm just take that and I'm going to come against you because this is what it says in the Bible. Mm. Without allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what the word means Especially present, in that specific situation, or more importantly, in present day, in like pre- how that, how that would, that that would, that would, how that looks in present day, like because I know I, you. I love that you said that how it looks in present day, yeah. Because I don't think that it's oh no, how does that change in present day? But how does it look in present day? Mm-hmm. I think it's biblical truth that there the sins that Jesus laid out, mm-hmm. adult adultery. Let's talk about that alone. That is a sin. Right. Gluttony is a sin. Let's right. talk about that. And that's what I was going to talk about earlier. Okay. About <laughs> hiding some sins that don't really, that you don't think looks like sins, but they're really sins. But stuff like that, these are plain laid out things. Right. But back then it looks different than it does now. Right. The question isn't, has it changed since then? But what does it actually look like now in my time? Right. Yeah. No. But people don't want to answer that, ask that question specifically. They want to say, well, how has, how has it changed now that it's different times? Right. So you see, it, the Bible has changed because we're living in different times now. So it's changed. No, no, no. It hasn't changed. It's the, the same. Bible is still truth. the same. Right. But Lord, how does this look right now? Right. Right. I know your word has not changed. Right. But I know the world that I'm living in versus the people that we're living in this time has changed. So what does it look like now? Facts. Yeah. No. And and and, and I don't. I don't think that happened. I can clearly see how, like, in different organizations and stuff, how that. That has not been done. Nobody's asked that question because they 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 hold firm to how it looked then. And 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 I'm not saying they're wrong. I I get why they're doing it because sure. they're they're For they're sure. they're but I was gonna say even earlier, how many of us have, have endured or have been through situations where I'm going through a rough season and I come to you and I, and I tell you about things. And you start to throw scripture out out at me without the same without the same validation and love from a person who can understand what I'm going through and sit with me in that. But instead would just be like, well, yeah, well, you know, it says right here, man, that you shouldn't be you shouldn't be fearful. You shouldn't worry about that. It says right over here that and it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could sure. I, I could have I read that, too. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you. No, I appreciate you. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you so much. I appreciate you giving me scripture right now. Right. That scripture true. is not words or just not what I need right now. But Spoke it's the about- life change in between those lines, in between those words that you have read. Right. Is what I need right now. But you wouldn't receive that if you're not seeking the Lord on what you read in this Bible. Mm, facts. If you throw a scripture at me, if I'm telling you about a particular situation, you're like... Ah oh, man, that's that's Matthew twenty twenty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta read that. And I'm on some like 
I'm, dude, I'm, I'm dealing with, I'm struggling with anxiety. Like, I, financially, I'm struggling. Like, I'm, I'm telling right. you stuff, and you're like, yeah, no, that's Matthew twenty twenty. Right, right, like, man. You got right. you. When you uh, problem solved. <laughs> okay, thank All you, right, man. Like, let me apply this scripture to my life. Okay, thank you right. so much for what you did. But I'm like, no, like, and I'm not saying that you got to come with this like feet, like, uh. Like this huge theology, like you understand like the deeper meanings. I'm not saying you got to be on that level with it, but when you're reading scripture and you're reading the word of God, mm. right? I'm not just trying to memorize scripture of like, oh, okay, it says this and this. Because how many times do you know when you read the Bible, there are some things that, that are read one way, but are understood in a completely, completely different way. different or by a bunch of different it's understood in different contexts. Because yep. when you don't understand the context. Yep. Right? There's yep. a lot of scriptures that people use. I'm going to specifically say pastors use to preach sermons. I'm not speaking to anybody specific. Right. But I just know right. that there are pastors out there and preachers out there that will take a scripture, preach mm-hmm. on the scripture, but don't know the context to the scripture. And but but then they'll make it about what 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 fits them. They'll 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 spin it in a way to where it fits them. Politically fits them uh, 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 religiously uh, in all aspects of their life. I'm living this way, so I'm going to spend this this verse in a way to where it aligns with what I already feel like I'm doing perfectly. So I want you guys to align with me. I want you to align with me in all these different areas of my life. Um, I mean, we we, we definitely I, know that. I that, mean, that's, in, that's and that's that's they put it on interpretation. Mm-hmm. We have our own interpretation of the Bible, which I we do. Mm-hmm. But that's through how we view the Bible or the word of God through our experiences and through who we are. Mm. And if we only do that, mm. then you're going to read the Bible differently than I do. And I'm going to read the Bible different than she does. And mm. she's going to read it, da, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because going back to what you started off saying, everybody has a different story, a different experience. Everybody has a different experiences. And so I, and I was, I was grateful enough and I don't want to get too much into this. Um, I, did a second seven sevens is like a teaching that we do in the internship and it was about my dad and i've come to this understanding thank you cam if you're watching this bro we had a conversation and he brought this to me of like um we view god through the lens of our experiences and so for me i viewed god a lot through the lens of how i saw my father Mm. right that's a whole different conversation (laughs) <laughs> for another time we can dig deep into that because that, that that was a, a very great uh revelation that the lord gave to me uh about about my dad and about him as a, about god being a perfect father but it's just that i lost my thought Turn it what are we talking about <laughs> Oh no, but Man, you, when you said that, you just father. made yeah, me go I love me. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm out here now with you. Yeah. Like, this, yeah, <laughs> yes, man. We got the lens of our experiences. And so I do believe that we do view the word of God through the lens of our experiences. Right. And if we only did that, then it's, it's going to be different in, in, in every kind of way. Because what you have seen growing up is different than what I have seen growing Facts. up. And so the Old Testament might seem like a harsh God to me. But to you, you might just be like, well, I understand that. I, I saw I that all the time. That. I mean, right? like, that, 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 that was life, bro. Nah, yeah, People die every day, B. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm I get why he did that. Right. But if we went based off of that, person B, the unbeliever that's sitting over there, mm. or somebody that's learned the Bible, if they hear from you, it's going to be different than when they hear from me. Facts. But if I allow God to step into it, that living part of the word, mm. then it's going to be now. specific and intentional to what the truth is to them come on now 
because what God will reveal to you will be might be different than what he reveals to me. But in the same way, it is so truth, no matter what our experiences have been. Facts. Yeah. 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 That, that you can drop the mic on that one. That, yes. You, yeah, that, that was solid. That because you're, you're so right, because. Man. Fred, and that, and oh that my God. you're right. First you're right. Revelation that I have, <laughs> literally in my mind, I was like, oh, man. That's, That's good. That's good. That was good. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which I I hate to do like a I hated to do like a huge like left turn out of that father conversation because I know that hit you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, man. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> I know that hit you a little bit. Yeah. Because that 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 and and now we'll talk about it a little bit. You know, I mean, we, at this point we just we just talk. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> I don't know what we just turned this into. <laughs> we we came to do something, and then just God just said, "God said no. We're gonna talk about everything outside." Of <laughs> but no, like um, so I'm I'm going through. This is like beginning of May. I knew as a lead intern, I had did sevens before. Last time I was talking about isolation, um, and this one I was like, "Okay, Lord, I don't know what I'm gonna talk about." And to you know make this long part short, basically I had some conversations with people. I came to that I was like, I don't trust God. It took somebody asking me why like five times. Well, why don't you trust God? And I'm like, well, I don't trust God because this is any other. Da, 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 da. Got all the way down to all these conversations I had that that I viewed God through the lens of my experiences. And my experiences with my father have been, I'm not saying that he's a deadbeat dad or anything like that. He's been there. Shout out to Pops. Mr. Mike Jones. But he just wasn't as present in my life. Right. And so I, I understood through that. I'm like, man, I've been viewing God through the lens of my experiences and my experience has been my dad hasn't been too present. My dad's been there. I know my dad loves me, but he has just not been too present. And so I'm doing this deep dive and this wonderful sermon drop of <laughs> when God uh, when God dig dig it, I think. Um, was that from Pastor Appreciate? It was, I don't know, when God, this is the one that we was digging. Do you remember that? The one where we were digging? Do you remember that uh, sermon? He was like, when God, I want to say it's right. I just want to give, give, give me a phrase from it, and I guarantee you my notes will pull it up. Dig until God does it. Oh, okay, yeah. Let right? Me, let me, let me, so, on, me. the week before my sevens, um, pastor preached the sermon, dig until God does it, but he does it as like a pre-record, right? Mm. So that week was like a pre-record, right? Um, and some of our staff interns, of course, we were help setting up a little bit, and then some of our higher-level volunteers were part of this, and they, they got to to experience this while he did it. It was like on a Tuesday, and he that. preached that, and I was like, "What is this? Because God's going to do it. What are we going to do until He does it?" This valley that I'm <laughs> that I'm digging right now, how deep am I willing to dig this valley? Because when the rain comes, because it is going to come, when the rain comes, will my valley be enough to hold it? it you know what I mean? So right. Can drink from. And so based on that, uh, that thought and what Pastor was preaching on, there was so much, so many more amazing things that he preached about in this sermon. But I took that and I was like, you know what? When it comes to the sevens, I can easily go on Google and be like, scriptures on trusting God. 
Hmm. Scriptures on the and try to find something, pull something out out of there. Right. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do some digging because I know that next Tuesday, a week from today, I know that God's gonna come to that room and the Holy Spirit is gonna speak through me. I know that God's gonna do it. Right. What am I gonna do until He does it? Am I gonna wait until next Monday and like just slowly just throw some stuff together? Right. Oh, okay, I can do this because I know the mechanics of doing a teaching. Right, I know that I've been doing. I've been. I'm not. This is not to brag or anything like that. But I've done teaching before, so I know the mechanics of doing a teaching. But I'm going to bring in the mystical of it. I'm going to bring in the the word of the the Lord into it. I'm going to bring the presence of God into. It. I'm going to bring the Holy Spirit into it. Right. And so this ain't about mechanics no more. This is about what Holy Spirit wants to speak through me. And so I'm digging. I'm digging. I'm digging. I'm digging. I'm digging. I'm digging until I finally come to this teaching. And based on, and the teaching was really. And the, if you want to call it the one sentence premise was that God is my perfect father. Mm. One point was that <laughs> my dad mm. and God are just not the same. One example that I use is like, let me, let me ask you, right? You like, you like fried chicken? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like fried chicken? Yeah, right, right, right. Don't, don't assume I like fried chicken. No, I'm not <laughs> assuming. But I like fried I feel chicken. Like you, do. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Right. You like baked chicken? Yeah, I like baked uh, chicken. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. Second the place. same food, but it's just different. Right. Basketball. Have you played basketball? I'm sure you played basketball. Right. Not because you're black, but. More tall. <laughs> More tall. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> basketball, right? Right. But then you're just hooping. Yeah, you heard that. <laughs> you know what hooping is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what hooping is. It's the same exact sport, but one is just different. My dad and God, they are both fathers. One is just different. Because the, my dad will never be able to step up to the level that God can as my father. Because there were times, and I didn't even get too, you know, description or anything like that, but just with my dad, like my dad wasn't always there. We lived in two different states. I was with my mom. He didn't marry my mom. Cool, cool, cool. We was on the phone conversations every now and then. Cool, cool. He wasn't always present. My father has always been present. My Facts. spiritual father has always been present. Taking a step deeper, my dad passed away a couple years ago. His life here on earth ended. My spiritual father, he's the everlasting father. He is forever living. There are just some things that my dad on earth cannot do in comparison to my spiritual father. Right. And so at that particular time, we were two weeks away from Father's Day. And I'm getting to the end of my teaching, and I'm and and my last my last saying at the end of the teaching is that I'm going into this next Father's Day on a different note, and mm. recognizing I'm for the first time in my life and recognizing God as a father in my life on Father's Day, and thanking Him as a father for what He's done for me as His son, mm. because for a long time in my life it's been a corporate relationship. Mm. It's been this okay. You the boss. I know it. Mm. God, you are you are this all being. God, I know you're loving. God, I know you could do all these things in my life. God, I know you could do this. I know you could do that. You'll take care of me. Cool. That is like a boss and an employee. Jeez, just a, it was just a really good boss. God, corporate relationship. A corporate wow. relationship with the Lord. Wow. But I didn't have that relational father-son relationship with him. And for some people, father-daughter, but I didn't have that father relationship with him, like, man. 
God, you be looking out for me because you're my father. You are my perfect father at that. You're not just my father. You're my perfect father in all the ways that I could even ask or imagine. And there's no knock to any earthly dad. Like there are mm-hmm. some dads that are just deadbeat. And there's some dads that are the greatest dads in the world. But there are some things, there's a certain line that earthly dads will not be able to step into as a, a spiritual father would as God is my father. And that and that's 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 man, and and that's 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 tough because sometimes whether we know our heavenly father or not. We have expectations for our earthly fathers. We, we we have a vision, a picture of what we want from him. And sometimes when 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 it, our life doesn't look like that picture, our heavenly father takes 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 the blow too. Because how could you be any better of a dad when when you're yeah. just as when when it, when it feels like you're just as present as he was and he wasn't present. Yeah. Where have you been all this time? Where were you when I was looking up in the stands wanting somebody to show up for my baseball games? Where were you when 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 I was being bothered and bullied and, and, and didn't have anybody to teach me what to do? And and so we we grow a bitterness for for fathers. We grow a bitterness for for the need for a father. We even probably say things like, it didn't matter, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't who needs a father, man? There's a ton of us out here with fatherless. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah, that one, that one, that it's, one, that one hit struggle. me. That one hit me hard. <laughs> and it hit me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. For my life, and shout out to Mom Dukes. Like, she, she was amazing and she raised me well as a single mom, even to help my grandmother. Like, they raised me well. Mm-hmm. There are just certain things that as a young boy, you just don't talk to your mother about, like mm-hmm. all that stuff, da, da, da. I didn't have my dad to go to for that stuff. It ain't like he was like gone or anything like that. I could have talked to him, but like just the relationship we had, it just wasn't there. So I had to teach myself a lot of things. I would even say that like somebody said at one time that, that, that God put Adam here to give all the animals and all the living creatures identity. And God put fathers in this world to give his children identity. And when we don't have fathers, we are at a lack for the identity we need to hear from him. Not to say that our mother can't tell us who for we sure. are. For sure. But, but, and I won't just say especially men, I would say men and uh, sons and daughters, we need that, that, assurance we need that validation we need that understanding and we need that direction of of who am i from our fathers we 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 desire that we want that like that's 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 something that 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 i've recognized even through other people's stories that we don't ever outgrow that wanting it now sometimes we have to mourn and grieve what we wanted, what we thought it would look like, what we what we would have expected, but you can hold on to that and and let that affect your relationship with God for a long time. Yeah, it, and it grows up because for me, without having my dad there to teach me a lot of stuff, and he was there, I'm not saying he was gone, gone, but I became very self sufficient. Mm. So growing up into where I'm now in my early twenties, right. I'm very self-sufficient when it comes to God. 
So I can just do it by myself, God. Like, mm-hmm. Facts. Because I'm looking, then this is how it started from my teaching of like, well, when it comes to financials, how am I going to trust you with my financials? Well, Lord, I, I typically, I figure it out on my own. I do trust that you can come up with, like, you can do some miraculous things and you can do a lot of things. But Lord, honestly, like, I figured, I do it on my own. Facts. And it was for a long time. It wasn't just an active decision of like, well, God, I know you can do it, but I'm going to do it my way. It was more of like, it was more subconscious. I'm just, the way I live my life is like, I want to bring it to God. I do. And then I ended up just doing it on my own anyway. And I had to look back of like, man, I've been very self-sufficient even just as a young age because my dad wasn't there to teach me how to talk to girls. My dad wasn't there to teach me how to fix my car. My dad wasn't there to teach me how to do this and how to do that. And so he wasn't even present. He wasn't present enough. And and again, no, no, not to my dad. Like he, he did what he did mm-hmm. and did well, but like, there are some things that he wasn't there to teach me as I felt like a father should. So I had to learn by myself, which in later times led me to be very self-sufficient. And so this understanding of that, I, I view God through the lens of my experiences. Well, my experience is that I've been self-sufficient since a kid. So translating to my relationship with God, I'm going to be self-sufficient. That Lord, you are the ruler of all things and you are Jehovah Jireh. You are my provider. But Lord, I can do it by myself because mm. I'm self-sufficient. And, and, and more importantly, we even we even get this notion that we could probably do it better. Absolutely, we could do it better. Like 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 <laughs> like like what what my dad, what my earthly father provided. I I don't I didn't need him to get this far. I did it without him. So so why do I need my heavenly father to get any further? What do I need him for? Uh, yeah, my dad didn't do well with money. What can he so teach now, me? And I, now I got four thousand dollars in the bank. I'm already better than I'm him. Already, I'm already. I've done good man. on my own. I am. I am far past his man. So what do I need from you? Mm, because shit. there's hey, going back to the corporate thing. Just in that corporate relationship, a lot of it is more corporate than it is personal. Right. Yep. 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 So with my boss, I'm not, I do work for a church, I do, but just in the corporate world, my boss, that ain't my best friend that is going to be the person that's like my father. That's not my father. Let's speak it like that. Mm-hmm. My boss is not my father. Mm-hmm. So there are some aspects of this relationship that mm-hmm. I'm just not coming to you about. There's some mm. aspects of this relationship that mm. you can't speak into certain situations because you don't have that role or that title as a father in my life. Mm. Sheesh. That alone is just not self-standing. When I have this corporate relationship with the Lord, oh, yeah, it's, it's going to be more corporate than anything. Okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? I know you got a call in for me. Where do you want to send me? I'll go do it. But when it comes to that personal stuff, that stuff that's in your gut that just be wrenching, the stuff that's in your mind that just be like, mm, Lord, I, mm, I don't know what I'm going to do. You're not going to your boss. Right. You need to go to the father. But if you if you, if don't, you, view if the you father don't view the right. father as your father, then you ain't got nobody to go to. So you're sitting in turmoil because you don't know who to go to. And that's, now that, you're going to everybody else. That's the but look, that's that's the story. That's the story of men. That's the story of 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 our identities of where we're we're on our own. We're we're pioneering this and we're doing this on our own. It it, it it's it's the it's 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 Honestly, the explanation for the fact that there are so many men who give up 
and 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 feel like in doing it on their own when they fail when they crash and burn there's nobody else to go to like like that i there i don't have anybody to go to who am i gonna go to i've always gone to myself i've always gone to myself so when 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 me myself and i can't do it then maybe it's just my time to go maybe it's my time to give up and 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 we don't even even seek out the father who's always been there yeah. who's been at everything who's shown up and 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 even graced us with miracles that we're just like just i got lucky okay wow that was that was really good like okay like man that was yeah bro that's that's whew. that's wow so odd things man you want to read a letter man <laughs> <laughs> And we, we've already done oh, like a two-hour podcast. Episode. That's what, that's what we, we, 